Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, I have the honor to be amongst you, brothers and sisters, with another episode of Unraveling Dua Al-Ahad. This beautiful dua that has reached you and I, brothers and sisters, from our sixth Imam, Imam Sadiq salam, which Imam said, the one who reads this dua for 40 days, he, inshallah, will be amongst the companions of Imam al-Mahdi. And if he dies before the reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi, Allah will give him a chance to come back alive and to be one of the soldiers of Imam al-Mahdi. Reminding ourselves about last episode's summary, we got to the point where we discussed the phrase where it says, أَسْأَلُكَ بِاسْمِكَ الَّذِي أَشْرَقَتْ بِهِ السَّمَوَاتُ وَالْعَرَضُونَ Allah, I beseech you by your name with which the heavens and the earth have lit up. And we said that these names are very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in chapter 7, verse 180, Surah Al-A'raf, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to call him with his beautiful names. And Imam Sada alayhi salam says that, نَحْنُ husna By God, we are the most beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Ahl Bayt, they teach us how to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also, Imam Rida alayhi salam, again, this is all summary from the previous episode. Imam Rida alayhi salam narrates for us that when you face difficulties and hardships, seek aid from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his names, which we are his names. Next, within this series of talk, we get to Surah of Zumur, chapter 39, verse 69, where Allah says, وَأَشْرَقَتِ الْأَرْضُ بِنُورِ رَبِّهَا بَوَضِعَ الْكِتَابِ And the earth shall beam with the light of its Lord, and the book shall be laid down. What is this light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that the earth shall beam with it? Imam al-Rada alayhi salam tells Abba Salt al-Hirawi, he was a very com- close companion of Imam al-Rada alayhi salam. When he asked him, Ya Ibn Rasulullah, Abu Asad asked him, Ya Ibn Rasulullah, Wa mani al-qa'im minkum? Who is the qa'im from your family, from Ahlul Bayt? Qala al-rabi'u min wildi. He is the fourth son from my son. Sayyidatul Ima'il, Yutahirullah bil ard. Allah will purify the earth with him from every corruption, cruelty. Wa yuqaddisa, it will glorify it, will honor it, will purify it from every oppression and Imam Rada salam tells us about what will happen in the future people will start having doubt about his birth which we can see some sects of Muslims they don't believe he's born yet and he is going to go through occultation Starting Rasulullah Muhammad all the way until Imam Hassan al-Askari, every Imam reminded us that Imam al-Mahdi, the 12th Imam, will go to an occultation. When he reappears, when he reappears, the earth will be lit up with his light. 
Allah says in Surah Al-Zumur, chapter 39, verse 69, And the earth shall beam with the light of its Lord. What is this light that the earth will let up? Is the nur of the presence and the face of Imam Al-Mahdi, because as we mentioned in the previous episode, he is Nurullah, he is Allah's light on earth. No one will oppress anyone. The earth will become small for him. He won't have a shadow. When he reappears, a call will be made from the heaven. All the people on earth will hear that calling. To pray for him and to go toward him. The call will be that Allah's proof has reappeared next to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Follow him. Truth, the truth is with him and it's in him. So we all ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this calling to be as soon as possible. This is what we do, part of this dua that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this dua as soon as possible. Next segment of dua, Al-Ahad. Allah, I beseech you in your name with which the past and the coming generations have become upright. Again, what are the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Ahlul Bayt And today, the Imam of our time is the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is present on earth. He's alive, he's present, and he's observing our action. But you and I, due to what we have done, we can't recognize him. Believers do see their Imam. However, due to their sins, they won't be able to recognize the Imam. The same way that the brothers of Prophet Yusuf, they saw him a couple of times, but they did not recognize him. So that name that Allah, that we ask Allah in this segment of dua, and we beseech you in your name with which the past and the coming generations have become upright, that's the name of Ahlul Bayt alayhim wassalam. And the past and the present, we see in chapter 21, verse 105, Allah says, And certainly we wrote in the book after the reminder. Zabur. Zabur belongs to Prophet Dawood. So from the time of Prophet Adam, all the way in the past and today and the future, Everyone awaits the reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi. Every prophet awaits the reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi. Every imams of Ahlul Bayt, they await the reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi. Because that's the time that certainly we wrote in the book after reminder that for the land, my righteous servant shall inherit it. And that hasn't happened yet. We'll go to the next segment of Dua al O oh, he who has been always alive 
before the existence of all living things. O he who shall be alive after the extinction of all living things. O he who has always been alive even when there was nothing else alive. O he who revives the dead ones and causes the living ones to die. Ever living, there is no God but you. Blessed is the one who realizes that nothing is eternal except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything dies. So when we read this dua, it reminds us that whatever that we have held on to and we strive, all of these materialistic belongings that are out there, it's okay to obtain it. It is okay to have it. It's okay to work to gain these materialistic belongings. No problem. But we should not be attached to it. Having all of these comfort and these the beauties that the earth has to provide, no problem with it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created all of these beauties for you and I as a believers of Allah, as a believers of Rasulullah, as a believers of Ahlul Bayt to enjoy it. But we have to make sure that all of these are temporary. None of them will be alive and none of them will last forever. Next segment, we say, Allahumma ballagh mawlana al-imam al-mahdi al-hadi al-mahdi al-qa'am bi-amrik. We want to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do something for us. Before we get to this segment, let me give introduction. There are different ways of sending our salams and salutations to the imams of Ahl bayt At least there are three different ways. Number one, direct. When we go to the imams of Ahl bayt or from distance, we read, for example, Ziyarah of Ahl bayt Ziyarah Jama' al-Kabira, to be very important. We say, Assalamu alaykum ya Ahl bayt al-Nubu'ah. We send directly our salam to them and we initiate the salam. Or in Ziyad Ashura, Assalamu alaykum ya Abu Abdullah. Or in the Ziyar of Imam al-Mahdi, Ajalallah ta'ala, Faraj al-Sharif, we say, Assalamu alaykum ya Abu Salih al-Mahdi. So that's one way of sending our salams and salutations to the Imams of Ahl Bayt alayhim. Second, we want Allah's salams on them. For example, in one of the ziyarahs we read, we read, Salamullah alayk wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah's salam to be upon you. So we want that salam, Allah's salam, not my salam, Allah's salam to be upon the Imam. Third way is for Allah to deliver and convey our salam to the Imam. Why? We believe that all the Imams, they're alive, they're receiving their sustenance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they are by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we read Ziyar of Ahl Bayt alayhim salam, because they are shuhada, they're all martyrs. When we read a ziyarah, we read, I believe in the sanctuary of your Prophet of Allah. In his absence, same as if Rasulullah was in front of me. And I know, I have this much belief and knowledge and understanding that your Messenger of Allah 
and his khulafa, meaning the imams of Ahl Bayt. They are ahya, they are alive, and they are next to you and they're getting their sustenance. Yarawna makani fi waqti hadha. They see my presence in the situation that I'm in. وَيَسْمَعُونَ كَلَامِي They hear me. وَأَنَّكَ حَجَبْتَ عَنِّي عَنْ سَمْعِي كَلَامَهُمْ But you have covered my ears from hearing their voices. So we do send salam. And in this segment, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his salam. Where we say, اللهم بلغ مولانا الإمام الهادي المهدي القائم بأمرك Allah convey to our master Imam al-Mahdi the guide who is to undertake your orders بلغ مولانا he's our master al-Imam he's our leader al-Hadi who guides us he's our guidance Al-Mahdi, the one who has been guided. The one who, and Al-Qa'im, the one who is ready to act upon the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in one segment, we bring all the attributes of Imam Al-Mahdi. What is this balligh? What is this convey? Salawatullahi alayhi wa ala abahi tahirin. May Allah's blessing be upon him and upon his immaculate fathers. From me, myself? No. Only me? No. And jami' al-mu'minina wal-mu'minat. On behalf of all the believing men and women. That shows that as a believer, I don't think only about myself. No. I think about everyone else. All the believers. All the mu'mineen and mu'minat. That I want Allah to convey my salat and the salat of every believer to the imam of our time. Where are these believers? في مشارق الأرض ومغاربها In the east and west of the earth and in plains, mountains وبرها وبحرها lands and seas وعني وعن والدي and on my and behalf of my parents من الصلوات زنة عرش الله ومداد كلماته Let's dissect these series of segments that we read. So again, that shows unity between every one of us as a believers, men and women. That we need to be united and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together to send our salawat to him. Next, not only as a believers, we come to our parents. My parents, my parents' salat also should be delivered or Allah convey. My salah and salat of my parents and every believing men and women convey this salawat to Imam al-Mahdi, ajalallahu ta'ala, farajul shaykh. Why parents? Parents have a very, very specific blessing in each and every one of our life. We read and we should always do dua for our parents, brothers and sisters. We read in Surah Nuh, chapter 71, Verse 28, where we say, O oh my Lord, forgive me and my parents, and him who enters my house, 
believing and the believing men and the believing women. As a believer, we don't only think about ourselves. No, we think about all the believers. We think about all mankind that within our du'as, that is the beauty of the teachings of Ahlul Bayt. For example, in one of the du'a we read, Allahumma ashba' kulla ja'a' For Allah, feed every hungry person. Allahumma ksu kulla uryan. For Allah, clothe every, everyone who doesn't have clothes. You see how du'a shapes our mind and gives us a perspective that as a believer, I should care about my parents, believing men and women, and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his blessings. Salawat. What is this salawat that we're asking? An argument is made that salawat is on the other side of la'na. When we do la'n upon someone, and we send our la'n upon someone, meaning that we're doing dua for Allah to remove his mercy from that individual. On the other hand, we have salawat, that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to shower that individual with his abundance mercy. So, we are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, Allahumma ballig mawlana al-imam al-hadi al-mahdi al-qa'am bi-amrik salawatullahi alayhi wa ala abahi al-tahirin All of this min al-salawat is in at-arshida. Allah convey this salah. Convey to him blessings that are as weighty as Allah's throne. What is this salawat? Does it have anything to do in Quran with what we are asking? Of course. We read, MashaAllah, all of you know of this verse. Every believing man and woman has memorized this verse and they read it after their salah. And that is in Surah Al-Ahzab, chapter 33, verse 56, where we say, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Surely, Allah and His angels bless the Prophet. O you who believe, call for divine blessings on him and salute him with a becoming salutation. So, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that salawat to be upon Imam al-Mahdi, ajalallahu ta'ala, sharif this salawat is only for the imam. Let's look at another verse of the Holy Quran, chapter 33, verse 43, Surah Al-Ahzab, where Allah says, هُوَ الَّذِي يُصَلِّي عَلَيْكُمْ وَمَلَائِكَتُهُ لِيُخْرِجَكُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ وَكَانَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَحِيمًا He is, he, it is who sends his blessing upon you, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so do his angels, that he may bring you forth out of utter darkness into the light, and he is merciful to the believers. So, Allah sends salam and salawat upon Rasulullah. Malaika they do. We believers, we also must do it. What is the blessing of this salawat? We're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase his blessing upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi and his immaculate progeny. One might say, well, if Ahl Bayt have received all the blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does my salawat do for them? Is there any benefit? Is the salawat only for me to gain benefit to send salawat to the imams of Ahl Bayt and Rasulullah, especially Imam al-Mahdi 
or do the Imam also get blessings from the Salawat? And what is the blessing for that Imam? Inshallah, we will cover the answer to this question and the importance of Salawat that we are asking Allah to convey our Salawat to the Imam in the next episode. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the blessing of the Holy Quran and the verses that we read and by the blessing of the narrations of Ahl Bayt to bless us to be able to read this dua, to memorize this dua, to understand the meaning of this dua, and to act upon the teachings of it with the blessing of Salawat ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad wa ajjil farajahum.